Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome, all welcome back to the Sandemis School of Film. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. I'm your host, Tim, uh, and with me as always is uh, Julian. How are hey, you? Good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, excellent. Brad, how are you over there? Excellent. And Al, last but not least. Hello. Excellent. So today, Al's in control of the uh, of the booth, and he's going to take us through the circuits of time to 2008 uh, for the Swedish romantic horror film, Let the Right One In. <laughs> so let's do this. Gentlemen, we're history. Brace yourselves, amigos. Hmm. Gentlemen, we're history. Alrighty. I like the way he said romantic horror, because... Yeah. Is it romantic? I, I don't know. I, was, like, I heard you say that and I was going to question it straight, straight away. Straight from like, Wikipedia. Oh. I didn't make oh, that really? up. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my film don't... Uh, let I forgot what let the right one, right one in. <laughs> Second vampire film. Yeah. Back to So we went back to back, back to Tommy Cruise. Tommy now, C, yeah. Tommy and C. now we're going back to back vampires because, and I said this in the last episode, we... As I was listening, as we were having the last discussion, I was trying to pick in my head. Mm. And I was erring against this one because of the back-to-back vampire thing. But I was like, oh, nah, we need to talk about this because this is a very different angle. Whoa, is and it different? I, yeah, oh, so good. Have, have you guys all seen this? No. No, no, not at all. I was watching it and I was sitting there going, I've seen this. Really? But then it was weird because I'm going but it's not quite... I don't remember it being a foreign film. And then I realised that right. I'd seen the remake. Ah, uh, right. Which so, is two years later, which I, I wrote it down. So it's called Let Me Let In. Let Me In. Ah. And it's the Amer- Hollywood there version. Yeah, um, and I'm going to talk a bit about that. Cause from what I can remember, it's pretty much word for word, well, bef- line for line, scene for scene. Before we get into yeah. you, 2008 was yeah. probably a good year. I don't even know. <laughs> so... Here we are. We've just arrived. We've stepped out of the booth. <laughs> oh, we have oh, stepped out of yes. the booth. Tell us about 2008, Brad. In History, History with Brad. Not joining in this week, Al? Sorry. I was marvelling in my segue. It <laughs> was a very nice segue. All right. Um, pretty much can sum 2008 up with uh, probably four words. Uh, terrorism, GFC, and uh, oil prices. Is pretty much what 2008 was. Yeah. What a year. Yeah, no, what yeah. a year. Exactly right. So we had some things happen. So what do we got here? Uh, Fidel Castro stepped down as leader of uh, Cuba. Uh, Tata, the Indian automotive company, released a car that cost 100,000 rupee, which is about two and a half grand. <laughs> oh, I mean, how you can even make a car for that? Yeah. You can't, pretty you can't even buy a shit car for that. That was like super <laughs> deadly or something. How, how many they? hectares to the gallon? Exactly right. Um, what else have we got? Oh, something more on uh, probably our point of view. 2008 was the writer's strike, oh, which yeah. killed a lot of very good TV it shows. It really did, didn't it? really put Hollywood behind the scenes. But on the other hand... I reckon it actually boosted up a lot of uh, film industries and movie producing from other countries and other industries that weren't Hollywood. It's mm. where there was a lot of things actually burst out of Europe and even Australia and things like that. So I think maybe the writer strike, as much as it was terrible for a lot of the shows that I was watching at the time, because they all ended. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Sopranos. Uh, you got any examples? Sopranos. Sopranos got hit oh, with it. Firefly. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Deadwood. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Deadwood. right. Mm. Don't even. That's so disappointing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, 2008. Oh, and um, Sony's Blu-ray won the battle in uh, Blu-ray versus HD, HD DVD. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, Oscars. Uh, the winner was No Country for Old Men. Uh-huh. Uh, was up against Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton, and There Will Be Blood. All oh, very yeah. good oh, films. Good. Oh, I watched yeah. that recently. There Will Be Blood. That is such a good movie. It's pretty hard. It's, it's so yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm a big fan. Super long, though. It is super long. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Good quite, slow burn, I reckon. It's very but... slow burn. Mm. Mm. So, uh, actors. Best actors were uh, Marion Cotillard for uh, La Vie en Rose. Yes, sorry. Oh, yeah, Cotillard. Cotillard. Cou- Whatever. <laughs> um, and like Daniel Day-Lewis like, like for the There Will Be Blood. Yeah, nice. Uh, and just because of this one, I wrote it down because it's our first foreign film. So the Oscar for Best Foreign Film was The Counters- Counterfeiters, which is an Austrian film. In oh, that was really cool. That was a good film, yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I've completely blanked. Now that you've said that, I'm actually having a flashback in, that I've seen it. I uh. want to say it was in World War Two and about dudes producing money, obviously. Uh, oh, maybe I haven't. Sorry, internet. Doesn't sound familiar. I no, don't think I've seen it. I'm not looking it up. That's all Fine. right. 2008. Nice. Very nice. Semi, yes. semi okay year, I suppose. Yeah, well, I suppose a lot of rough stuff in there with the old GFC. And... Well, we were, Al and I were in the States in that time. So we were. Oh, were. Were we? Yeah, end of 2008. Good. Oh, nice. Weren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, well, 2008 was when I finished work on my. Yep. My one and only feature film experience. So, Mary and Max, it was just after it. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we left after that. So, so yeah. yeah, it was pretty rough. I still find it mind blowing that, like, I think I was. T- I'm just going to go on a bit of a tangent here that, like, because Mary and Max is in the top 100 on IMDb, and I'm like, man, I know one of the animators. Top 250. Top 250 is. I swear it's in top 100 oh, out of a lot of know. things. I swear it's up there. But... I also wasn't one of the animators. Oh, oh, you were. What was your role? Oh, I was an assist, uh, an animation assistant. I was a nobody. Let's just say you were He's somebody. You were somebody. You were a no. somebody. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let's let's face anyway. facts. The movie wouldn't have been if you weren't around. All right. Excuse me. Can we talk about Swedish Horror now? We can. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I love this film, obviously, uh, and I'm glad that no one had actually seen it. I'm mm. glad I could gift this in a very arrogant sense. <laughs> I'm glad I could give this film to you because, yeah, I, I don't remember what the circumstance was that I saw it because I don't really... I'm not a horror It does right. Yeah, and I was surprised by that. When I was watching, I'm like, geez, I didn't... But, see, I don't actually see it as a horror film either. Like, no. it's it's much more of a thriller, mm. drama. It's like, got some pretty full-on oh, scenes look, it in gets, it, but it. It gets graphic, sure, mm. but I don't know. It's... I've, yeah, there's no real moments where you're sitting there going like on the edge of your seat waiting for the old jump scare. Yeah, it's not like, yeah like I guess I see horror as scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. And this isn't scary as such. It's just like, oh, it's intense. It's very intense. Yeah. So intense. And Dis- it's that discomforting. You know, there's a lot of... Yeah. I felt a lot of discomfort throughout this film. I was just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. It's just... There's a few really, really awkward moments, you know, obviously because of the kind of film it is and some of the uh, areas it's touching base with. Yeah, well, it's it's great because right off the bat, I was super engaged, mm. and I think I may have just been excited to watch it. Like you know, I don't, I don't know, I couldn't read the Swedish titles that were coming <laughs> up, but it was really quiet. Mm. There was almost no music, mm. and it was just these titles flashing up, and I'm like, Whoa, and they went for a while too. Yeah. Like it's not just a quick. 
opening credits. It's yeah, it's silence, not like it's a, silence yeah. for a while. Yeah, it's not yeah. like I can I can get through this even though I don't speak Swedish. It's like these are the titles, right? Watch these titles first because yeah. this is mm. this is coming. Um, it the the start was actually one of those ones where I thought, hang on. Uh, you know, turn the TV up really loud, oh. and then went. <laughs> and do you hear the? Hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. And then I went. Oh, yeah, I got a four-month-old asleep in the next room, so I turned it right down and actually went forward a bit to make sure that I actually had sound. Uh, but this funny no. thing was, I actually ended up in another bit where there was no sound. So I'm like, <laughs> well, no. it's a pretty quiet film. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and now I found, I found it okay, but there is actual noise to this film. It's not a. It, it's a talkie. It's a talkie. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I like how subtle and quiet and just sort of, I guess, calculating. Mm. I mean, it's very, it's beautiful. That's the mm. other thing. It looks stunning and everything's like the cinematography is really lovely. I dug all that. The foley's good. The, the sound of the walking on snow, just, oh, it's ah, so good. It's like they're gripping the leather steering wheel. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so this kid, Oscar... Oscar, yeah, Cre- pretty creepy. Just he's just a bit of a weird little kid. Yeah, bit bit maybe Martin Bryanty, I, I suppose. He's just <laughs> oh, in his appearance, well, I guess. Yeah, because <laughs> all you know of Martin Bryant is how is that was what he looks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and what he did. <laughs> um, but I mean, like one of the, his first lines is he's talking about this squeal like a squeal like a pig. Mm. Yeah, he's like stabbing the tree. Now, even before that, he's oh, at the it, window. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's too. And so that's like one of the first things out of his mouth, and you're just like, "Whoa, who is this kid?" Yeah, and then and then shortly after that is that scene in the classroom mm. with the cop, who's like, "Oh, you, uh, we can tell that the this person was killed before the house was set on fire. Why do you think that is?" And Oscar gets straight into it, and he's like, "Oh, it's to, oh, he said, because oh, I, I killed him." <laughs> <laughs> but you can see straight up. Like he's sitting at the back of the classroom, sort of trying to stay out of the way. But he's also 12, so he's still trying to sort out what life is. He doesn't know mm. when to... Like, you know, if if that was... I feel like as a teenager in later high school and you were like that, you'd probably keep quiet. Yeah. You know, you'd learn to keep a low profile. Yeah, he certainly... I mean, like, you, there's a reason that you can... You can he's... He's like the weak, uh, what is it? Like the dunce sheep, which is why this other kid's obviously bullying him so much. Yeah. Is because, you know, like he's an easy target. Oh, well, he's and the in quiet, that scene, weird kid. You know, yeah. Like, and in that classroom scene, the three bullies look around at him straight away, just yeah. like, you bloody weirdo. Yeah. yeah the yeah. guy, the bully next to him is just staring him down. Yeah. And <sighs> like, we're going to, we're going to own you for this yeah. weird statement you've just made. Um, yeah. It's I, I found I found a lot of obviously like it's the kind of film it is I found a lot of this film really awkward, uh, but obviously because it, it's it's such a slow burn this movie like you know like you know where the the older gentleman I can't remember his name but he's he's the guy who is Harkin I think isn't it yeah he's been looking yeah. after um oh, I can't even Eli 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 that's the one um yeah, and yeah. Ellie, Ellie, um, and you know he's obviously he strings this person up in the park and drains their blood, and I'm just like sitting there going, "What is going on?" Yeah, and, and it's first... interesting because it get, I was thinking about that. Sorry to no, no, go, 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 go. You, but it 
it, that scene's actually really early in the film. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you didn't know you were watching a vampire film, you'd I'd be for- on it pretty quick. I'd forgotten that we were watching I another totally vampire film. Totally same. Yeah. I was watching Since this last movie. episode, I'd completely forgotten this was a vampire yeah, film. Nice. And yeah. uh, even even to what what I was thinking, because I, yeah, totally, same deal. I totally forgot it was a vampire film. I had, um, uh, you know, I'm watching it. And I at first I'm kind of sitting there going, oh, is this jumping between the past and the present? And maybe this weird kid is actually this older gentleman grown up and it wasn't until i started seeing them oh you know with the scenes where the older gentleman's looking out the window at the two kids and stuff uh but i was like oh maybe this kid gets bullied tormented you know because he presents all these like characteristics uh and then he grows up and he is like this psycho serial killer and then obviously i was very very taken by surprise because i had forgotten it was a vampire movie when uh, Ely or Ellie, uh, you know, like attacks this guy in the park and she's like, you know, gnawing away on him. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's right. It is a vampire film there. So, and it's kind of put it into perspective for me. So, but yeah, a lot of questions at the start of this film. Well, yeah, because yeah, I, I tweaked, because when he's, because he doesn't succeed because of the dog walkers that come uh, on. Yeah. Um, and he goes back home and she's like cutting sick at him going, yeah. you need to help me. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Oh, it wasn't, sense. wasn't back. when they put the cardboard over the windows like right at the start. Nope. No. No. Nope. None of that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just a case of like, I don't know, I didn't notice it or yeah, I wasn't <clears> thinking about it. But yeah, like it wasn't until that Ely, Ellie had attacked the guy that I actually, it was that only at that point where I remembered that, oh, this is a vampire flick. Right? I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying it's, enough attention, but <laughs> far in. That's yeah. fine. Like I think that's cool. Well, I think you know, I've got my mind is because if you go in thinking it's like you do have an expectation. Yeah. So to have that completely, it was lost, really nice. You know, it's like when we watched Moon. Like if you had no idea that twist was coming. Yeah. Then it's it's beautiful. Like it's so cool to experience that for the first time and i think because i'd probably gotten my mindset into oh i like you know i I'd, I'd kind of maybe i missed a couple of things i perhaps i was distracted i can't remember but um uh you know i was watching it and maybe i got my mind into this specific mindset where i'm like oh yeah this this has got to be him when he grows up he's got to be a serial killer and then all of a sudden it flips 180 on me and i'm like oh that's right it's a vampire movie yeah, <laughs> like nice. totally totally took me by surprise so this Harking, so the older guy. Mm. So he does this for Ely because she's, well, I mean, she's little. Well, she's a kid, I suppose. Well, we don't even know how long she's been a vampire. So they though. never they never actually yeah. reveal how old no. she is, but it's clear she's... She she was 12 old. when she was turned. Yeah. 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 yeah, and there's one of the good lines in the film um, was where he asks her how old she is, and she says, I'm 12. 12. And I've been twelve for a very, very long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a that, bit of that a was theory. that was like about. I'm just gonna have to say I did not enjoy this film. Really, oh. will not be watching this film again. Okay. Oh, okay. No, not gonna get a good like rating. Sandwiches from me. for oh, Brad. Wow. Sandwiches galore <laughs> oh, in this. Oh, man. Couldn't oh. get into it. Al's clutching well, his hated chest. It. <laughs> breaking. But before, hated it. Before hated we move it. on too far from like how long I have, like I have a bit of a theory around um, Huckin and Ely and, and kind of to put an idea on how old she might be. I think the reason that he is going out and killing people for her is one to control that there are not more vampires springing up all over the place. Maybe like because you know, she bites that lady and that lady gets infected. So I'm sitting there going, where are all the other vampires? Why isn't this really common? It just, you know, seems to be very downplayed. But anyway, uh, the other theory was that I think that Ely is it Ely or Ellie. I think it's Ellie. Okay. Let's stick with Ellie. Uh, I think that Ellie, um, 
knew Hucken as a kid, just the same way she that, that yeah, she meets uh, totally. the new guy, the new kid. God, I'm so bad with names. Oscar. Oscar. God. Okay. So he's been with her for what? How since old he is was twelve. Six. Yeah, since he was twelve. You know, like so sixty sixty years or something. Yeah, you know, like, or fifty years they've been together doing this stuff. And, yeah, and there are a few. I I I feel like that's absolutely yeah what happens. Yeah. Right. Like she could that she, be related. No, I feel no, because the thought is that the online speculation Ooh. is that she's like three hundred and something. Right? Wow. Like I don't know why or where they get that from, but fine. Yeah, like she's proper that's old. Quite she's a not. Jump. Yeah, she's not. She's like proper old. Uh, but I absolutely am on board with the fact that she befriends these these boys. Yeah, and uses them. I feel like a, a companion or a. I want to say familiar. Is okay. that a thing? <laughs> sure. Is that a thing in vampire folklore? Sure. I, don't know, I feel like vampires have like a companion. Like they tried, we we talked about that a bit in interview, interview mm. where that woman, they tried to get the woman for... Yeah, Madeline for Claudia. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so... So that like someone can go out during the day and... You know, it makes a lot of sense. You know, mm. Because, and yeah, because... Because it, having a 12-year-old just hanging out by herself draws suspicion. Yeah. Right? Now, sure, two 12-year-olds running around is also kind of weird, but <laughs> I do feel like this is a thing, absolutely, this is a thing that happens. She befriends these kids, you know, and there's this love story, if you will. Yeah. Uh, hashtag better love story than love, actually. <laughs> 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 Which which one which story? Because all, 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 <laughs> all of them, all of them. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's kind of interesting you say that. I mean, obviously she's been around for a very long time. I mean, the thing that going back to our interview with the vampire is that what was the what was the young girl's character's name? Claudia. 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 Okay, so Claudia, we actually discussed uh, how she develops, even though she's uh, like twelve or thirteen in it, but over the time she develops and she creates more ad- adult characteristics and things like mm. that. Whereas uh, Ellie in this, to me, still seems very like a child. But if she is... Really? Oh, yeah, that's the way it felt to me. I'm like, to me, she felt very, very vulnerable. And she didn't... To me, I didn't really give off that that yeah. that adult... I mean, until she starts towards the end, which you know, we don't have to get into just yet. But until the end, to me, I, I felt as though she was very vulnerable. I don't know, that's just the way I took it. But mm, okay. uh, so to me, it didn't feel like she had that... See, um, what I that did... very manipulative side or that side that where she's using people just seems like she kind of just happens to tag along with certain people. She's totally using Oscar. Yeah. The whole time, Yeah, she's she's grooming him, if you yeah. will, like to, to be this companion that, that we see in the other guy right at the start. And the yeah. other guy, there are a couple of scenes where she touches his face and he just like melts. Yeah, yeah. You know, when he's having trouble or doubts or whatever, she leans over and just, you know, sort of gives him a, it's going to be all right. And he melts. And it's yeah, just yeah. like, you are totally under her spell. You're mm, still mm. in love with her like you were whenever you met her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's good. And to me, yeah, she yeah. seems way, She's there's no way she's actually 12, right? Like, she mm. and I think if she's if she is three hundred or whatever, she's had this relationship a hundred times. 
yeah. and is very well versed at grooming and knows what to say to a 12 year old boy, you know, at the right times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's Especially one that is a bit of a loner. A bit, a bit of a misfit. <clears throat> well, and I yeah. think that's. Um, and, you know, a little bit tormented and looking for an escape. Well, he's not used to having someone be nice to him, is he? I mean, he's. Mm. Well, I think that's part of the vulnerability that yeah. makes him so accessible. Like, there's nothing to say. I'm completely making this up and speculating now. Mm. But if she's that old, there's nothing to say she hasn't been sort of roaming around for a bit looking for a kid that's been picked on and completely vulnerable mm. and then go, actually, this guy, Oscar, is going to be the one. Well, because we'll if she... We'll move in next door. Because if she helps him get out of that situation, then he's going to be emotionally bound exactly. to her anyway. Yeah. And that whole scene at the end, which is amazing, mm. but... Oh, in the, in the pool? Yeah, yeah, but that's the linchpin. That's like, she's got him on the line and then as soon as she brutally murders all those kids <laughs> there's one she leaves oh yeah yeah because because he, he was always out. very uncomfortable with what was going on uh, yeah. yeah like he was part of them but he never wanted to like remember when he he was told to whip yeah to whip oscar oh yeah that's right and he just you could tell that he was just not under duress yeah he was not wanting to do it at all yeah um yeah, and I suppose she would she would latch onto him because he because he he is sitting there and when he he's he's got his little knife and he is stabbing the tree and he's all like he's all like uh, what's he saying he's like oh squeal squeal you know like she can obviously see very clearly that you know this guy's a bit broken may you know, he's sitting there pretending to stab pretending to stab someone maybe he's a little bit messed up and might be comfortable with the idea of you know what I've got to do to survive yeah well he's yeah. he's vulnerable. Like, yeah. And like Timmy said, no one's ever nice to him. Like mm. his mum is nice, but not particularly. Mm. Clearly, the only place he's really happy is at his dad's. Mm. Oh, I was going to bring. Who that looks up exactly later. like Jamie Lannister? Yeah, <laughs> which is a bit weird. Is it Jamie Lannister? Me who Jamie Lannister is? Yeah, it's not him. I know it's not. No, Jamie, I think he's Game Dutch. Of Thrones. Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he's no, no. He's um, well, he's he's Danish. Danish. Ah, so. Yeah. Um, I found that scene, especially where he goes to his dad's place and his dad's mates turn up, or his mate yeah. turns up. Mm. I'm sitting there going. Are they going to rape him? It was like it <laughs> no, was really I, I weird. I'm there the going. It was a bit creepy. This he had a really, really creepy look on his face. Actually. This is really strange. It was yeah. just this bizarre. Mm. I didn't get it, and it just was <laughs> like you know, as I was making my 400 sandwich. <laughs> Who's that talk, other guy? Talk to me, Brad. I want to. <laughs> yeah, let's keep being what's... quiet, Brad. Come on. <laughs> just I don't know. I'd like I'd, spill your heart out, pal. I was expecting like a hell of a lot more. I don't know. Were you expecting like Blade or something? <laughs> well, <the funny> thing, <laughs> I was actually going to bring that up because Blade was on telly the other night, and I watched that. I watched that, and I went, "Now nah, that's a vampire film." Yeah, <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm pretty sure Slaney's in the driver's seat today, so we could Ooh, get Blade. Yeah, we could get it. You watch out, vampire triple. I don't know. This is something like I'm. I'm a real big fan of international films and foreign language films. Been watching them for years. Um, so subtitles and things don't bother me like they do some people. A lot some of people, people say it really bothers them. Yeah, it? it really does. It really puts them off. Um, it's so it's not the the fact that it was a, a foreign language film. It just for me, it just there was no character arcs. There was no definition. The characters were really bland and boring. Um, There's no character arc. No, didn't get it. Just nothing grabbed me in this film whatsoever. Other than as I was saying before, that one line she came out with of "I'm 12 and I've been 12 for a very long time." I went. That's yeah, really cool. Nice. But yeah, other right. than that, I literally, I was just kept looking at the clock going, when is this finishing? 
isn't wow. shit. You know what scene I really, in terms of the character arc stuff, the stuff that I, the thing that I really liked was when they're sitting on that playground thing. Mm. This is about the Rubik's cube, mm. and she knows about a Rubik's cube, but she asked him to show him, and he's super engaged in like, oh, so you do the sides first, and and he's like really into it, mm. and you can tell she just doesn't she, give a shit. She doesn't care. He's years old. Yeah, but yeah. I just love that scene of watching her. <laughs> and then she just destroys him. Well, yeah, but yeah. just watching that and, and just how he was just like a totally different person now yeah. because he's got someone... Someone who's interested, interested in what in he's got him. to say. Yeah. yeah, it was. I found that really fascinating. That scene. Just, like maybe it's part of her sussing him out, trying to figure out who he who he is as a person. I think she that. already knew by that stage. I think. Yeah. I think at that stage, it was just another way for her to get him involved and get him interested in this, mm. yeah. and get that that yeah. relationship going. Yeah. yeah, and it totally changes him. He becomes much stronger. After yeah, after uh, they've been interacting, does. well, he, after, he turns into like the and well, he flips the tables on those kids. Yeah, like oh, when man. he whacks them in the ear. Because he's been an, he's been this massively easy target for them. Yeah, and but all the of a sudden look, he's got a stick. <laughs> but the look on his face after he does that, yeah, is not remorse or and he's no, just he's like pretty happy with himself. So happy, and he's like oh in his happy place. Like that is just and the other kids yeah. are scared shitless. Yeah, because they're like. Oh dear, we're we're broken in. I did yeah. think at we've the, awoken a dragon. I did think that that kid was faking it a bit at the start, though. I'm like, you're yelling a bit much, pal. But it was a lot. A lot yeah, of blood I suppose there. it was. The, it was it a lot was of the, blood. Afterwards, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I've never bled from the ear. That's no. got to be. <laughs> And I've been hit pretty hard. I thought he was trying to get him in trouble to start with. Like, I didn't think he hit him that hard, but then I'm like, oh no, he nearly took it. He probably would have got in trouble, but, you know, they found a dead body. Yes. That's, um, uh, that, that was that was actually stick. that was another. I laughed at that when they pulled him out of the lake. And he's in the, yeah. <laughs> he's in the not, not a funny scene, but I did find that quite amusing. The, um, that scene, like I don't, man, I don't know how they performed that, but like, I swear when I watched that, the stick crack him in the head, I was like, ooh, jeez, that looked yeah. that looked really real. Like, that, looked, oh, geez. that looked nasty. That was really nasty. Hey, Brad, Easy there, Oscar. I have, to, I have to ask you, Brad. Right. Mm-hmm. You seem to really dislike this film. Yeah. There's another film that I remember you guys disliking. <laughs> Do you dislike it more than Revolver? <laughs> Jeez, he, does, he doesn't know. He does not know. Because I, I, I would say, to me, it seems like you have more rage for this film than Revolver. I would say it was close. I'd, I'd say to some point, like Revolver just it was nothing. It was just a bunch of words thrown into a hat and, <laughs> and made a film out of it. This, yeah. like, I get the concept of this film is great. I, I, yeah. I love the concept. I think it's really great. I just think it was really, really poorly done. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say that you're not so much of a slow burn oh, right. kind of. No, no, kind of I, guy. I, no, I don't mind it. You it's didn't just, like Moon either. No, I didn't like Moon either. Oh, no, oh, not uh, Moon was definitely better than this, but um, I, it just, it just didn't grab me from from the start. I think, as I was saying, I was expecting. Yeah, maybe not a blade esque sort of thing, but yeah. there was no eighties oh, soundtrack. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted, you thought we were watching Lost Boys, didn't you? I was maybe after something a little bit more Lost Boysy, yeah. With one of our favorites, so d- Alex Winters. Yeah, so it didn't, uh, it didn't live up to what I was expecting. I was yeah. expecting it to be like, I wouldn't even class this as a horror. Just, well, see, I, yeah, I going, going back to what I was saying earlier, I wouldn't. It was just really disappointing. I'm just really disappointed. I I like. I'm it's, disappointed. It's originality of. You can't tell me what to like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think 
But, this, kind of, but this is why we discuss these movies yeah. because we have such great varying opinions. <laughs> I can, <laughs> well, look, I can see why. I can see why you're that saying just didn't what you're saying. At yeah. all. Yeah. I was just uh, because I, don't it, know, I think Slaney with like going back on like an episode to like the Top Gun thing. I don't think I was in the right frame of mind to sit down and watch it. Yeah. it was like, and I think it was more maybe because what I was saying is I was expecting so much more, maybe more of a slasher style film sort of yeah, vampire right. thing. I think which, which I don't of... do. I don't do those films at all. I hate yeah. them. So maybe I'd already sort of preempted that it was going to be something, and I just already didn't like it before I'd seen it. And, <laughs> but like my wife and I sat down, Frenchie and I sat down, and we both got up at the end, and Frenchie went, "The Sandema School of Film owes me an hour." Hey, no one held a gun to her head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just looked at her and went, "Yep." No refunds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. See, to me, I would say that this is the most realistic depiction of vampires. Like, if, if you had to have a vampire fit in with modern society today, I would say that this is really well done. Like, it's not... I well, felt, uh, going back to our last episode, um, interview with a vampire, it's very over-the-top and flamboyant was a lot of the words we threw around. But this is like, you know, this is set you know, today... I guess it... No, yeah. it was set in the 80s. It's set in the 80s. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, today-ish. You know, it's not like set in like right. 1600s or anything like Contemporary. that. Contemporary. Contemporary, yeah. But it, it's just... It's just... Um, you know, to me, this is a good story of how... How does a vampire, especially one so young, you know, survive in this world? And I, I thought it was really good because it's... You know, it really takes you into the emotion of it, especially in the scenes where... Uh, God, I've forgotten his name again. The older gentleman, you know, he has to bleed these people out to get the blood so that, you know, Ellie can survive and all that. And I'm like, wow, there's a harsher reality to this other than just, you know, I want to suck your blood. And then, you know, yeah. like, they suck the blood and then it's over. And counting whatever. to 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much counting. I tell you what was cool was it was, I feel like uh, most vampire films have to, they feel the need to explore the immortality a lot more. And so they they span these great and an interview was a perfect example. Mm. We started right in the eighteen whatevers mm. and went all the way through to current day and how and the and the large focus is how these people are dealing with immortality mm. through the ages and, and Claudia is the perfect example. We actually see her whole arc of being turned at twelve and being, you know, trapped in a hundred and whatever yeah. she is at the end. Yeah. Whereas this was just was literally just in this what week that this took place maybe a month yeah, yeah it's yeah, would have been more than a week or yeah maybe, yeah, a, month. maybe yeah, a month maybe a month yeah a month but you know it was just in this time it was just what's happening now it mm. it wasn't like like we said they didn't say how old she was so you couldn't speculate they kind of pointed towards long. it though with the the quick flashes to her as an older woman. No, there was there was a lot of yeah. flashes. There was some really what, what we're talking like just really sort of like blink flashes. So there was one bit where um, did you not know? You when she's she's bleeding and she's sitting on him, I think. Yeah, when, ha- when they go to she's, she's saying, "Be me, please be me." Yeah, yeah, exactly oh, right. Yeah, yeah, and it right. just flashes yeah. to her as like an a I don't know. I'd say like a fifty year old yeah. lady. Yeah. I noticed and, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's and they only do it once, and I it's, it's, it's it for like half a second. No, she, and then they flash to in the bit where there's a part where she, she's licking the blood off the floor. Yeah, after he cuts his hand. Yeah, and that's the she bit. looks up at him and she's like, "Oh, yep. I was like, 
it kind of yeah. took me back. I was like, did I just see that? Right? They, yeah, they did. If you blinked, you'd miss it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It, it really. And they did it back. a couple of times. And in the credits, it's actually got who those people were. And it's, yeah, right. it's funny because to me that suggests that she's not actually three hundred years old; she's fifty years old. Because this all of a sudden is a realistic uh, depiction of of how old she actually is. Yeah, cool. But I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, so maybe she did meet this guy when yeah, yeah maybe he's the when first he one. was twelve and he's the first one, and yeah. she's looking for someone see, new because, cool, because we don't it, even know. Yeah. We don't yeah. know, mm. and it just mm. focuses on what's happening. I guess that blows that theory out of the water. But huh. yeah, yeah I'm uh, just saying. But nuclear. Power. When did that come about? When did when did that become? Was that an eighties thing or was that earlier? Oh, oh, well, I don't even know. I'd, I'd say late fifties, sixties was when nuclear power started probably yeah. But I just found it really odd that she when you know, she's talking to him about that egg and she says you could buy a nuclear power plant. Yeah. I'm just like that's a really mm. weird thing to say. So I thought we're wondering what kind of significance that might have had in terms what, of the time that this what was. What was the deal with the egg? I don't know. Had rings in it. I don't know, but Al, you're gonna shed well, a lot on this for it's, <laughs> it's an old school puzzle, and that's why she could work out the Rubik's cube so easily because it's it's just Is that an all old, that it was though. It's just a puzzle. I don't know. I, I was actually expecting a lot more significance from this egg because you know she's like you know put your finger on it and then it, it falls apart and I'm like this is interesting. This is going somewhere. It's got this gold. It kind of reminded me of like. Egypt or something like an Egyptian yeah. style. I don't know puzzle oh, thing. Yeah, as, I don't know. As, as much as which uh, might also let us know how old she is or something. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. As much as I, I really didn't enjoy this film. There's, all, there's <laughs> there are a lot of things as far as like a vampire film goes that they got right. So a lot of things. So one, if you were a vampire, you would go and live in an area that is dark. For half the year, half year. so there should be like realistically a lot of vampire films shouldn't be set in like California like and stuff. Oslo should they should be set. They should be set in uh, in the Nordic countries or you know. Yeah, things there's like one. That. There's one called it's like Forty Days of Night. I think. Uh, is that with um, Keanu? Uh, I want to say Josh Hartnett. Uh, Josh Josh Hartnett. Yeah, and it's it? set in like Alaska or Anchorage. Yeah, or something and it's or... like all these vampires go to this town because this of hemisphere town yeah. where it's and they have this massive party for 40 days or whatever for a month yeah because it's dark, it's dark yeah, yeah, all the yeah. time uh-huh. yeah. yeah i don't think it's very good <laughs> I was gonna say, the way you describe it like right. vampires get together have a massive party for 40 yeah. days i'm like mm, i don't know um <laughs> i as i do have to just quickly talk about the makeup effects mm. i could not find anything as hard as i looked on the makeup effects but they were oh they were so good Oh, especially like the the blood coming out of the eye and the ears. Yeah, like, like all yeah. her bleeding was... and the sound again, the foley out of of her bleeding. That's another. All right, so I'm I'm happy to talk about this. I'm also happy to be skewed towards me liking this film. There was uh-huh. another bit that I did. I thought they did really well. Was when she says, "You have to ask me in," and he's yeah. like hanging shit on her. What if I, I do? What if I don't? Because it's a real it's, power flip. Yeah, it is. It's this huge thing. But also, no, I don't think any other vampire films ever done the thing where they've crossed the boundary, the doorway boundary, and she's actually walked in, and he's gone, "What happens?" And then she just stares at him and starts to basically yeah. bleed out. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, okay, <laughs> shit." Yeah. And it's cool because it's I don't a, think, has that ever happened in another vampire? I was going to say, I'm Timmy reading your interview with the, yeah, all these the. Or is it physically in in other vampire things? Is it physically that there's like they literally cannot cross the boundary? I've heard that. I've definitely heard that before. Cross the boundary of I didn't understand that. Oh no, she has to be invited. Yeah, it's in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie. Ah, right. Yes. Okay. 
She's like, oh, no, I can't come in because you haven't invited me in. 1992, this, Kirsty Swanson. Oh, this could be some kind of, maybe it's some kind of old folklore. It's know, definitely like from, a, a Like rule. a legitimate like it's thing. it's one of the rules. Maybe vampires there. were just really polite. You but, have to let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I will I count to ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't oh, count to ten. Come just in. come in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. One. Oh, God's sake. She's counting anyway. Oh, please, please let me count. <laughs> but <laughs> I, loved, I loved that scene because there was a power change, although it was completely false. Right? Like, she said... You have to, you have to invite me in, mm. and he's like, "Well, what if you just come in?" So he feels like he's, he's now like, turned into the bully. Yeah, right? and he's all, he's all like, and he's like, "Yeah, no, come you in, come, come in. on." Yeah. Mm. and she could easily just be like, "No, I'm not going to come in because mm. I know what happens." But as like a sign of trust and faith, I guess she comes in in a, in another step to win him over. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. she's—it's almost like she's laid her cards on the table. Well, she's yeah. she's she's given a glimpse of taking herself away, so the fear of him losing her. Yeah, and that's what makes him ah, you know. So yeah. that it it enhances that attachment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, because he certainly wouldn't question. He's like, well, <laughs> hey, she could just start bleeding out of the eyes if I don't do, if I'm not. You know, yeah, because I don't want her to bleed. It's out the, the first step of him caring for her. Yeah. If you like, he has to in he has to do something, otherwise she gets hurt. So that's mm. a that's a All spin right. of the power play. I'm going to bring up a little bit of him. a uh, inaccuracy then. So Ooh. if if vampires need to be invited in everywhere, mm. how did you get in the pool? <sighs> no, I think public, it's into people's homes. Public, uh, yeah, like your yeah. safe space or something. Yeah, part of the vampire. Like, Come on, Brad. It's like Highlanders can't fight on Holy Land. <laughs> no, yeah, but they mentioned that. Slash yeah. can't fight at all. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> you, know, you know, I've been watching the series uh, on Friday. Oh, that's, oh, that's, you and you thought the movie was bad. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> you should see the fighting in the series. It's oh. even worse. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? That actually kind of makes me want to watch it. Yeah, like, it's I so bad. It's it. awesome. Uh, watch, um, watch that. Watch that. Yeah, the, I had this flash... I've been listening to a bit about the Chris Nolan Batman movies and how everyone is still like, they're amazing, they're amazing. And and I, I look, I'm opening a whole Pandora's box here mm. and Tim's looking at me like, well, where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, man? <laughs> and, and look, no I, vampires in Batman. They, they degrade sharply <laughs> for me. Like the first one, Batman Begins, is great. Dark Knight's fine. It's, it's really good. It's fine. And the third one's pretty average. But... Uh, it made me think of it again in this when you saw so you know when he's in the lock when the the guy the old guy uh what's his name Huckin. Huckin, thank you, uh is in the locker room about to bleed that guy out <laughs> and he gets busted so he pours acid all over oh. his face i was like i literally wrote down what's in the bottle oh. what's in the box? just before he did what's that in the, what's in the box yeah oh. right so you get a couple of amazing close up shots of his deformed acid burnt face, right? And I'm sitting there going, like, Two Face, this is the yeah. Two Face makeup oh. now is just like, really? It's like someone's done it for a Halloween costume. But like this, it's, yeah, okay. This makeup was just spectacular. And the way yeah. they subtly show it, 
was pretty nasty. It though. was oh. it was better than the Batman Forever Toothface. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that, no, there's I'm something about that bright pink <laughs> in that neon future world. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, like but yeah, like it was so. And again, that was this this moment of pure dedication. God, he looked horrible, to didn't Ellie, he? Oh. Right? Yeah. Like the fact, a the fact that he burnt himself, and then lets her in. Dude, the right? fact that he's draining people to start with. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we shouldn't be surprised by anything he's doing. Because we only see, we actually only see two attempts at draining. He kills one guy, but doesn't drain him. He gets busted, and the kid in the locker room, he doesn't. So maybe he's never been successful. Right. We don't even know. Maybe uh, we don't mm. know. No, he seems to be like when he's actually going out on the hunt. Yeah, he's so pretty speak. well. He's, okay, yeah. going out for another shortcut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but soon. if he'd done if he'd done it like twenty times, he'd be pro at it. Like the first time, he just like blood was going everywhere. He wasn't getting in the right container. Yeah, mm. he didn't even know how to shoo a dog off. Like, I, <laughs> I just. Fuck off, dog. Yeah, just throw <laughs> snow at it. I'm just like, throw snow at it. Dog. Just yeah, the no snow money. all around you. Pick, pick some up. Just start throwing snow. Why would a dog continue to sit there if it's getting snow thrown at it? Because there's Why, meat, Brad, would there's a dog meat hanging from a tree? There's meat hanging from a tree. It'd just be like, oh, dear, and it would just run off. My yeah. dogs stand in the rain and look at it. So, you know... <laughs> Yeah, they're so, taking after her there, aren't they? You know? so. Just stand in the middle of the backyard, just looking you up. You all going, just stand in the backyard what? and look at the <laughs> Get out of here, it's raining. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. Have have cats ever been a vampire thing? I oh, this scene. The cat's hilarious. The cat Crazy. attacking. The cat, the cat was pretty funny. They all look so bit. funny. I, uh, oh, man. I've had I've had Tenzing kind of do that on the leg thing, like just the oh, holding really? on and just Ooh, uh, yeah. oh, no. the needles. needles Not like, like fully bite in, but just a bit of a. When they're playful though, yeah. but like I mean, I, I've those never cat, really those cats were not playful. No, uh, the, but the um, I mean, yeah. Has it has there ever been like a has it ever been folklore with vampires to say hey you know. If a vampire cats goes near a like cat, you. they get pissed off. I think off, it's cats. I think it's animals. Isn't that like the the thing where animals, especially like dogs and stuff, have always... No, that's Terminators. Dogs that don't too. like Terminators. Well, we know that the <laughs> mummy didn't like cats because oh. they were the guardians of the underworld. Anubis and... Anaxum. Nah, that's the chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, nah, but remember... Mummy. Yeah, but um, Imhotep didn't like cats. New mummy film yeah. coming out with Tommy C. Yeah, yeah. I saw... I don't know. He's, it's got Tommy C. Yeah, yeah it does. There's, there's a trailer out. Oh, and I, it looks I, I like Mission it. Impossible with mummies. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it looks like. God. Oh, dear. Well, is there anything uh, anything else we want to go into? Um, I want to talk more about the ending. Yeah, yeah. Like well, I, yeah I was going to kind of lead us into some of the deaths and yeah, that sort like of thing. But the, the build-up, like these bullies get more and more physical. Like they physically cut him mm. and and then he fights back and then the brother, the older brother gets involved. And God, that scene just escalates so quickly. It's mm. like it's already really scary if when that brother turns up. I reckon. Like, if you're Oscar in the pool, why would you swim towards him like that? Fear. I think it's because that's what I found a bit weird. Like, because he's obviously at distance where he can't be grabbed. Yeah, but I think it's an emotional. Yeah, it's just freeze. Like, yeah. I, look, I haven't been bullied to that extent, so I can't speak yeah. from experience. But you would. T- it seems to me that if you didn't, you got to get out of the pool at some point mm. and you're going to get it far worse if you don't just do what he says. Yeah, it's that fear of like the authority. You know, like obviously he's this 
authority force in this situation. Mm. Though it's not a, you know, he's not a good authority. Well, but he's brought um, out the flick knife. And he's like got the knife, and he's like, you know, come here. And it's kind of like out of fear. He's like, oh, okay, oh, I better go there. Exactly. Or yeah. it's going to get... Imagine being 12. It's going to escalate. And a bloody 16-year-old yeah. comes at you with a flick knife. You know, mm. you're going you're gonna to do what he says. Yeah. Can I just say that that uh, sports teacher belongs at Hogwarts? He <laughs> really, does a little bit, doesn't he? Really was just completely just, you know, wasn't very responsible at all. He was pretty right. useless. He, he was. I don't think he made eye contact with I'm him I'm thinking once. that there was maybe a little bit of a lost in translation thing there. So especially the bit where they go out ice skating. Yeah. There were some things there where I don't think he was actually Swedish. I think he was like from another mm. country So because there was some banter about where he didn't know how to say things or something or he was oh. saying things wrong because oh, okay. he was asking the other teacher something. Right. Yeah, so about the hole, there was a hole in the oh, ice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, the ice hole. So yeah. that was he called it. He called it something else. Holy or yeah, the holy. Yeah, yeah. Watch out it. for the holy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe there was like that. Say there was he wasn't Swedish, and that was like in you know obviously in subtitles that doesn't show up, but in the yeah. in the native see, language, it's like this is all the Swedish guys would be there going, oh, that guy's whatever. Yeah, but Ex. see, this is well, this is what I like about these kind of films. It does. It's not like oh, sorry, I said it wrong. I'm from another place. Uh, you know, like it's not cramming all this information <laughs> down your throat. It's just for, it's there for you to pick up. And if you don't, it's not the end of the world, yeah. but it's mm. there. Details. Figuring it's, it it's out. Like these it, layers. It's like the dirty feet in Fifth Element, you know? Yes. Just picking it's up the, subtle, picking up the subtleties. Uh, dirty, if dirty you don't, hands. it's fine. Because the Fifth Element is known for its subtleties. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the, the Chris Tucker character. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about Subtle to say as that. anything. Subtle as anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but like, yeah, that's like that, they're the kind of films I enjoy watching where it's not cramming stuff down your throat. Like, mm. the, sure, Transformers well, look, has in, its place on a yeah, yeah, Saturday okay. morning yeah, after a big night. Massively but, hungover. Um, but not another five Transformer movies. Just for, yeah, I saw there's a trailer for a new one. Anyway, yeah. um, oh, God. so with uh, a lot of foreign language films, it helps to actually sit there and watch them with someone that is a native speaker of the language that it's actually in. So when I sit down and watch French films with my wife, Frenchie, um, <laughs> she laughs at stuff that I've obviously missed because I don't speak French mm. and the subtitles don't pick up. And there's like, mm. usually, especially with like French comedies and stuff, there's so much in the French humor that's now I've had it explained to me is like a massive play on words. So mm. they'll be like, you know, different it's like it's like things. trying to send emotion through a text message or something yeah yeah and yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, a lot of it's lost and that's sort of that's an unfortunate thing about foreign language films where the subtitles they they can't pick up you know certain things on words and influxes and bits and pieces and, sure. and mm. things like that so maybe there's a lot that we've missed and obviously well, that's this great, is not a, like, a, a hugely spoken language outside of northern europe there is an american version well there is there is um so but, I don't know. yeah, I think that's just a that's an unfortunate part of foreign language films. But on going on the other way of that, I watched what was it? Uh, Catch me if you can mm. in Colombia. So it was in English with Spanish subtitles, uh-huh. and I was pissing myself laughing at a whole heap of stuff. And everyone in the cinemas was turning around looking at me, going, <laughs> "What the hell is that guy laughing at?" So I've been on the other side of it yeah, at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, which was yeah, it's interesting because I'm going. It's also like a massive. White guy in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was also what's that American guy doing yeah. here? Yeah. Get out of our country, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, so crazy. there were some pretty good deaths. Yes. In this. 
Do we have favorite deaths? I'm trying to think of all the deaths. So, oh, I mean, obviously you so had the you had Victoria, the, Vic, Victoria, I think it was, who op- opening in, the curtains. Yeah, she caught in flames. Oh, that was, was and like instantly, yeah, yeah. and it like, was a lot of flames. Blinds open. Yeah. yeah, that was full on. Um, the you know the the swan dive out of the hospital. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was and brutal. Again, that's that dedication because he he says well he doesn't say but she taps on the window. And he's like, I can't talk. Yeah. So he can't invite her in. So he opens the window and leans out. Yeah, yeah. She drains him. Mm. And then he falls off. This hits the dumpster on the way down. Oh. It's just like... The thing I, that really, I found really and like... he's still breathing at the bottom. Well, yeah, that's yeah. it. You yeah. see him, he, he exhales for that yeah. last time. And that was like, that really nailed it home. It was like... And he hits like, his wow, head on the way down too. That's yeah. a brutal that cool. scene, yeah. But yeah, you see that the frost, he's just like... <sighs> takes that last exhale and that's it. It's so sad, isn't it? Like the manipulation there is so brutal. Yeah, absolutely. It's just... And which is which is why this like film is like he poured is... acid. Like sure, he was trying oh. to drain blood off people, but he poured <laughs> acid on his face, and then gave himself up to her. Yeah, offered himself, up. and there's uh, and yeah, that's just and that's why this film has such an impact on me because yeah. you, you've got these these two men like this guy and Oscar, hmm. and they're parallel. They're completely paralleling each other. And she's just replacing him. She knows that... See, maybe maybe the older guy was really successful for a while mm. at killing people. But now he's getting old and he's getting sloppy. Get, get a bit so she needs a replacement. Yeah, she's... Right? So she's out there... It's a business decision. Looking for a replacement. Yeah, exactly. It's just part of the business one. It's not personal. Yeah. It's business. Business. So, <laughs> so the fact that... And he has this absolute dedication that he leans out, lets her drink, that would have been this one final act of... of Dedication. Dedicational yeah. pleasure even for him. Mm. Like he would have been like, yes, take my blood as my last act mm. for you. And then to see Oscar being groomed this whole time and then that, that pool scene is like the final clincher. Like I've got you now because I've just saved your life. And in the background, you yeah. know that Oscar's just going to be him like at exactly. the end. Like that's yeah. how it's going to finish. And yeah. the, So the Morse code, I, I had to look it up because I don't speak a lot of Swedish. <laughs> or no Morse code, so it was two difficult things for me to do. Uh, you Commitment know, to the podcast, yeah, man. I was going to say oh, that no, is no. dedication right there. No, I didn't learn Swedish or oh. Morse code. I looked <laughs> well, it up on the internet. That's yeah. shit, then. <laughs> oh. I think it's exactly <laughs> what this podcast demands. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, history and Brad. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so when she's in the box at the end, mm. and he's sitting on the train. Mm. So he's clearly he's twelve. And he's mm. left his yeah. his existence. He's packed up and her, gone. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He is now doing this role. Right. Mm. So you can only imagine that in a day or two, he has to go out and kill someone. Mm. And he taps on the box. Uh, what does he type? He types "puss" p u double s, which in Swedish apparently is "little kiss." Mm. Huh. So that so he's like completely infatuated with her, and she's she's led him to believe the same mm. when in fact she's totally using him and this this open ending of like well this is his life now this is and we've seen how this life goes we know what's going to happen to mm. this guy Oscar because of what we've seen we've seen the level of devotion and oh it was just yeah like it's a it's a pretty unhappy ending yeah like, 
You know, I know. Like it's it's portrayed as a happy ending, like oh they're together, but uh, it's exactly. like yeah, but it's, actually it's like no way, man. Yeah, yeah. like that's. That's worse than Luke getting his hand cut off and Han being frozen in carbon. Oh, spoilers! (laughs) Just in case you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Um, like it's this huge. It's actually this huge downer of an ending. Because he's in now. Disguised. It's like bang. Disguised as a happy ending, and it has that. Where are they going? It's irrelevant. Who cares? They're not going to the town they're in. Where's a twelve-year-old going with a? massive box with a body in it <laughs> <laughs> people go hey man what's in the box oh my girlfriend what's in the box <laughs> really what's, a, what's yeah, in the box he's a vampire second one <laughs> yeah that is yeah but I, but see that's awesome because it gets me thinking like where are they going how is this gonna I, I just thought he was going to his dad's place well see maybe mm. he was like that's his happy place maybe he's gonna go hang at his dad's place for <laughs> yeah Till all this boys I've got, <laughs> got a girlfriend. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Complicated. Complicated. When do I meet her? Well, tonight. <laughs> After dark. Yeah. Crazy. Well, oh, have you guys? I'm pointing across the room to Tim and Slaney. Have the, you guys the young side of the room? Have yep. you guys seen the <laughs> Let Me In? Have you seen the American one? No. No. I did watch it a long time ago, and Brad, mm. you said you've seen it. It's really. Interesting, because it's almost the exact same film. Yeah, it's mm. like uh, Abrus Los Orcos and Abrus Vanilla Los Sky. Yeah. yeah, where and it's Arachne. literally word for word, even to the point where some of the actors are the same. Yeah, really? Yeah. Not many yeah. of the actors. Yeah. But, um, but I, where, I would be curious where's it to set? see it. I can't Can remember where it's set. Like Alaska or something? Uh, hang on, I'll check it up. Look that up, would you, Brad? I will. Um, mm. It's really interesting, though. Like... <laughs> 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 At least with Oblivion, <laughs> they put a different spin on it, right? They didn't remake Moon. Yeah. They took the same idea and made uh, you know, it, another it, it version. Made it their own, yeah. But this is like, uh, American audiences, generally speaking, I, I'm not calling American audiences this, but you know, someone would have thought, generally speaking, they're not going to watch this. So we have to remake the exact film. In English, but with English, and yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the whole um, death of the funeral scenario. Yeah, exactly mm. the same. Because mm. that for me, and I haven't seen the American version, so I don't know what no, it's like. But I, I struggle with that because you're trying to translate British humor as well yeah. in that. But so is that? But it, so what they're what they're trying to avoid, I guess, is what Brad's talking about with that. Yeah, communication breakdown True. that even happens across English speaking languages. Mm. Like they did it with The Office. The first season of The American Office is almost identical, right? Like mm. to the English one. And maybe because because we're Australian, like maybe, I don't know, maybe because we're Australian and kind of in the middle of those two cultures, we can translate them better. Mm. Like I see no need to do that. No, I see no yeah. need to remake something for an, for an international audience. You just yeah. watch the original one. It's great. Yeah. Right? The original office was great. The, you know, mm. Abrela Soyos, exactly the same. Open mm. your eyes. Yeah, to the point where the start is literally the yeah. same person saying the same thing. Yeah, and Penelope Cruz is in both of them. As the same person? Uh, yeah, she play, yeah, she plays the same See, character. that would be weird. That, that is. Be it, really, it actually, really it is weird. weird. It's, it's kind of, it's bizarre to watch, especially when you've seen the original first uh, with her in it. Yeah. And then it's like, hang on. This is like the same film, just... She's like cheating on her other film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's interesting. I wonder, because, you know, I often watch the original 
I see the original first for whatever reason and then mm. watch this new one and be like, what was the point of that? That was yeah. really weird. Yeah. And for some reason, it seems a lot emptier. It seems mm. the, the depth in the characters isn't there. And like in the scheme of things, so Oscar, whose name wasn't Oscar, I can't remember what it was in Let Me In, but was played uh, Owen. by... Owen. I've got the synopsis here if oh, you want to you? quickly read it through. Well, I know the synopsis. I watched the right one. Just quickly reading it though, it's literally exactly the same. So it has Cody Schmidt-McPhee, uh, the Aussie guy who played... Oh, he's been in stuff, dude. Come on, guys. No. Nah. Did you, see the, new, did you see the new face. X-Men movie? No. 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 no, not no, a no chance. One. Anyway, and... Chloe, what's her name? Chloe Mortez. Uh, yeah, um, Hit Girl. Hit from- Girl. Oh. Yeah. But this was like one of her first. Like this, she was still up and coming at this point. She hadn't done Kick Ass and Chloe Grace so- Moritz. Chloe Grace Moritz. Thank you, Moritz. Um, Moritz. So it's not like they were huge stars. Mm. Yeah. Like the like the Tom Cruise replacement in mm. Vanilla Sky. Yeah, it was still one of those like behind the scenes kind of. Um, What's the word? Like, well, it was still not really... a cult film, but a like an indie f- yeah. film kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I'm mm. gonna go even to the point of you know this. Uh, so, let the right one in came out in 2008, and getting back onto the history of Brad, the uh, writer strike, and then Let Me In came out like was released in 2010. So I'm thinking someone saw Let the Right One In and went easy, simple, Let's just do yeah, that. cheap film to make. Got no yeah, writers. Like this. Yeah, Let's do it. we can just quickly revamp this story. We could do something with this. Let's go, let's go, bang, bang, yeah, bang, and yeah, it was done. Yeah. So maybe that was the thing. And yeah, maybe we even look at like 2009, 2010 films that came out from Hollywood and we'll probably see that there's maybe a uh, you know a foreign language equivalent. It was just an easy thing to just quickly just churn out movies, churn yeah, out movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, keep, no keep writers, the big so. train rolling. Yeah. So there's something interesting we haven't talked about. Uh, <laughs> yep, righto. I'll, I'll keep it brief. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> so this is based on a book. That I haven't read. I was going to say, is this based on a book? Because it feels oh, like yeah, it feels like it's yeah. a book that's that needed more work to be. I done really want to read it right. now. So oh. apparently, in the book, it's it's explained a bit more. But again, I like it in the film that it's this really subtle, not necessary kind of unmentioned thing that uh, Ellie isn't necessarily a twelve-year-old girl mm. either. And there's a particular shot. Mm. You see of her getting dressed where she's quite scarred. She, he, suggesting that she's she's actually quite androgynous, could have possibly been a 12-year-old boy mm. that was castrated when someone discovered she was a vampire or I don't know. Mm. But there's this whole sort of undertone and to the point where uh, Lena, uh, the, the actress who played Ellie, had her voice dubbed because it was too feminine. So they they overdubbed it to be more androgynous and hmm. yeah. And, and well, the other thing about the whole manipulation thing is that Oscar just doesn't care either. Like you know, how they're yeah. lying in bed and he's like, "Do you want um, to go steady? Do you want to go steady? Yeah. yeah." He's just happy to have a friend. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Well, what does that stick. mean? Do we do anything different?" And he's like, "Nah." Uh-huh. He's like, "All right." And she says multiple times, "Yeah, she says like I'm not a twelve year old girl." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, and he's like. Sure. Want to go steady? You know, like, yeah. he doesn't care. Because yeah. he's 12. Yeah. He doesn't know. Like, you know, you don't know anything when you're 12. Yeah. I don't know anything now. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Don't, don't look true. Don't look at me then. <laughs> yeah. My God. Uh, yeah, the, bla- the black hole in that corner over there. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> it's, well, also, it's also been done as a stage play. 
in Scotland. Oh, whoa. And it's about to become a series. Jeez. So, okay. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. It's got traction. Yes. Yeah. So. This is bloody great, mate. Yeah. Well. Moving on. So, um... I think it's probably time we crack into what I know is my favourite segment, <laughs> and it is podcasting oh, shit, on the oh. internet. <laughs> I almost went for the history with Brad. Podcasting on the internet. Boom. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm doing a lot, so I'll try and keep it brief. I just That's w- good. You always talk a lot. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's fine. Come on. I need to take a different approach this week. I need to. I need to give people a peek behind the curtain. Normally what happens with this segment is I look for other film, I look for the same film, for those listening for the first time, I look for the same film, but other podcasts doing it, see what they're like, review the podcast. Now, the trouble I've had is that I don't actually like listening to another podcast on the same film until we've sat in here and discussed it ourselves. I don't want to be like influenced by other things. It actually made it, makes it quite difficult to yeah. review a podcast because I haven't got into... Unless it's a film that you've seen a million times before. Yeah, true. Yeah. But even then, I don't, I don't want to be influenced by straight up something I've just heard because hmm. I often listen to them in the car on the way here. Right. Ah. Uh, so I just want to briefly dip back to last episode when I talked about a podcast called Who Spiked the Puns. So that's the Aussie Aussie guys, isn't it? Yeah, it's these Aussie guys, yeah. or maybe a couple of them Kiwi, but it's done. It's done in Melbourne as same, well. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kia to all our uh, Kiwi bros and sisters. Um, but yeah, so I actually discovered like they take shots every time someone says a really bad joke and, and I've gotten a lot more into it and they do a whole section called Dust Reboot where they talk about the original and then they talk about a new one right. and then uh, the differences. It. And, like it. But it's a special set, so nice. I listened to the Robocop one they did and, you know, like they have... Oh, it's yeah, I've gotten a lot more into it since picking it up for this segment. And yeah. so yeah, I'm gonna I'll post it up. Well, I already have posted it up, but I just wanted to plug it one more time. Mm. Uh I also found out they hang out at the Royston in Richmond, which is oh, a no. local hangout for I'll some probably of us. Pushed him out of the way to get a drink there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So Sorry. <laughs> this episode of Podcasting and Wider Net, I've taken a different approach. Now what I do is I look up the episode I look up the film. And I pick another film that they've done that I've seen and or know reasonably well mm. and listen to that one during the week or the lead up to this. And so I can get an idea for the actual show and not necessarily what they talked about. Yeah. So I found two. I'll be quite quick. One's called Two Guys and a Chainsaw. <laughs> and they talk about horror movies. Sure. Nice. Um, it was a bit blow by blow. Like they just sort of step you through the film and yeah. they... they put in a few clips from the film. It was kind of cool. I listened to the Shaun of the Dead episode as we have previously covered. Mm. But it was interesting. You know, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the other one, obviously, we've already talked about it, but there was a lot of podcasts about remakes for this one because of Let Me In and oh, uh, yeah. this one. So I found this one. It's called uh, the Double Down podcast where they watch the original movie and then they have a talk about that and say that's cool or whatever. And then they pitch a remake to each other. So they go, well, if we are, if we were going to remake, what would it look like? Then they go away and watch the actual remake and then talk about usually how rubbish mm. it was. Or mm. in the case of the Dread episode that I listened to, 
Excellent. Oh, they yeah. They were far more on board. Great remake. Um, Such a good remake. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and they've done other things. They've done the Ghostbusters and Total Recall, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh. Jungle Book, Departed. Their first episode, Departed. fellas. The Departed. Departed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the f- no, that was yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was too. Uh, and that was New Yorker. In a year. And the first episode they did was on Point Break. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, we're oh, on to something. Hello, boys. We're traveling along the same path. I oh, feel like we should uh-huh. start a Facebook group or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, first episodes of podcasts were Point Break. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that concludes <sighs> the podcasting widen it this week. Can I ask, uh, how hard was it to find. Um, English versions of this podcast. I, I, didn't no, I remember ages ago, I think it was uh, Inner Space or something, you found a, a Swedish version. Or, or you didn't know, you weren't quite sure. Some form of Nordic language version. But you, you went, hey, here's one anyway. Look, I, to be honest, I there were no foreign language ones this time, which was oh, interesting. Cool. Um, not that popped up straight away for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So yeah, in, in summary, check out Who Spiked the Puns. Hello, boys, if you're listening. Hopefully by now. Yeah, uh, two guys and a chainsaw, and double the double down podcast. Nice one, very good. Cool. I like that. Great I like segment. the concept of that double down one. That's yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, was that is great. clever. I might cool. throw a couple so, more yeah, of those. Yeah. Yeah. The segment no, right. just keeps giving. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we should probably just stop choosing films that have been remade. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hard. All right, oh, crazy. Well, we're well, into the the deep end now. We are. So before we get oh, on, before it's we, full of heads and severed hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before we get to you. Julian, yep. um, it's time that we do our ratings, guys. Oh, party foul, that was me. So <laughs> That's all right. Al, it's your, your baby, so you're going to start, gonna us, start off. us off. Yeah. My film, uh, I like this. I like this a lot. I gave this a solid 140%. Whoa, wow. Uh, you know, I love these, you know, exactly like Moon, I love these slow burn, quiet, mm. different angle approach nice. to a vampire film. Cool. 100, what did I say? 140. 140. It's pretty good. We're going that way, Brad. Bradley. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I'm just so eager. I know. I'm almost excited to hear what you... Yeah. Nah. Did, hey, wait. Does anybody remember... Al, you've been documenting it recently. What did Brad give for Revolver? Uh, no, I haven't been documenting no, no. it. Quick uh, shout out. Quick, to our, to our number out to one fan. Mega fan, Ed. <laughs> oh, is that, was that Ed that... Oh, I yeah. apologize. Ed yeah. has oh. gone back and categorized... And, logged all our ratings so we'll oh. put those up online so you can <laughs> show awesome. how, go ahead. see, see, see how horribly was. inconsistent they <laughs> yeah, are yeah. thanks Ed um, on your mates. Uh, sandwiches 400 <laughs> um, to a point where I probably invested in a bakery well um, <laughs> and ratings one less than whatever I gave Love Actually because I'll probably watch Love Actually again Oh, oh Jesus! Wow! What you're already kicking me? Why would you? Add <laughs> just sorry. Just cause. Um, it's just this film just didn't grab me at all. Not yeah. at all. Never watch it again. And the thing is, probably never going to watch a remake again either. So, no biggie. I, yeah. So I, I it's funny because I'm kind of the opposite for that. I, I think I, you know, I'll probably give it maybe sixty percent. Enjoyed it. Probably won't watch the original again, but I will. I'm curious to watch the yeah, remake. So yeah, like sixty yeah. percent for me. Mine, I reckon my rating's gone up since this conversation. Uh, Not that I really thought about it before we started. I love this system. No, it's good because I'm so much more into just the whole character relations that we were talking about. Mm. Um, So I probably will watch it again eventually. I don't know when. Um, 
I'd probably give it, yeah, somewhere in maybe low 70s, 73. I'll give mm. it. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. So, again, before we go on to you, Slaney, right. I'm going to keep putting you back. No, no, you're right. You're right. That's um, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where to find us? So, we're on Facebook. Get on iTunes. Get on iTunes. Get on iTunes. If, if, if you could give us a review, we don't care if it's good, mediocre, bad, whatever. Um, apparently, that's a good way for iTunes to categorize their podcasts and rank them, that sort of thing. So if you can, yeah. if you have an iTunes account, look, we don't need the reviews. No. iTunes does. Correct. Yeah. They are. We're they're trying, asking us. We're constantly. trying to help out iTunes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we're on iTunes, um, uh, SoundCloud, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. Oh, Al's got news. I have an announcement to make. Ooh. We got our seventh follower. Yes. Oh, nice. Woo. Except it was Katie. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's all right. It's all right. It's okay. She'll be stoked to get a all shout it takes out. Is a re- Thanks, Katie. All it takes is a retweet. Al. That's all, all it takes. Yes, so, She's quite influential. Exactly. Uh, um, Katie, can you retweet us, please? <laughs> now. Awesome. Well. What we've been waiting for. My choice this weekend. Don't worry, boys. It's not as extreme as it uh, has been. Although it is a bit of a movie that's kind of out there. Uh, I had kind of flipped, uh, you know, flipped and turned and trying to, yeah, as every week we all experience the uh, insanity of trying to pick movies. Uh, but this week, I, I, well, this episode, sorry, I like I watched it uh, only very recently and I was like, man, that's it. That's my choice. And uh, we're going with a musical, recent mm. musical. It's uh, 2016. Ooh. We're doing... 2016? 2000, I think it's 2016. Well... We'll find out. Uh, we're going to go with <laughs> Dreamboat Gosling again, and uh, oh, we're doing La La Land. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. No. <laughs> so, so does that okay. mean I've got to take a notebook to the cinema? Quite possibly. That might, uh, it's still on, right? Like, I Because uh, I, I, I haven't no, seen it yet. What's no, I don't think it is. So. No, it's not. Can, no, actually, yeah, I think I saw it on... It might be the, just coming out on... I think you can get it on Net- Netflix or something. Yeah, popped up on that, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's out there. We'll figure mm, it out. The gauze. So, yeah, Dreamboat gauze again. Is he can't wearing wait. driving gloves? Watch. I uh, can't remember. Oh. <laughs> so, brilliant. Yeah, All right. Cool. Well, that's, that sounds good, mate. Um, awesome. And, um, well, that wraps it up for another fine episode. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, and we'll see you next episode for La La Land. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Yeah. <laughs>